I'm going to have to try that just because of the name. Right? I know. <laughs> it's just called Dirty Poo. Dirty it's Poo. It's hilarious. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 23, the one about non <laughs> The one about non Paleo non food products. <laughs> You want to just go with that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny because I even typed in, I, I, you know, we hadn't really talked a lot about it last week, and I typed in paleo non-food products and got, like, nothing. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. I know. <laughs> I typed in paleo bath and body. <laughs> Well, you know, it's interesting because... But it's it, more than that, but... Yeah. It real and I, and I did go in and I said, like, paleo shampoo, paleo skin yeah, care, yeah, yeah, paleo animal food. Mm-hmm. And so I did get more specific. But the, you know, what was interesting is it all ties into, you know, and a lot of people don't know, paleo, the word, you know, the paleo is kind of from what is natural to you know, the person. So it kind of goes back to, and I didn't even look up this. I don't even know if paleolithic, which is a term, you know, has anything to do with, but it's like, you know, what we would have been doing. They know by our teeth that we would have been able to tear meat and we would have been able to chew stuff and, and, and things like that. And so it all kind of goes back to what is natural for humans. So the cavemen didn't have shampoo. Well, you know, they pro- I don't know what they used, but I get but the idea is the Flintstones hair always looked Yes, great. the Flintstones always looked good. <laughs> they did. They did. Um and I haven't tried the whole bone in the hair look, but Yeah, maybe you know, that's the trick. Maybe the that hair is. bone. <laughs> although, although I shouldn't say that because bone meal uh, I actually looked up like paleo laundry detergent and making mm-hmm. your own. One of them was bone meal is one of the products of that. So I'm sorry to wash your clothes in. Yeah. Paleo. Because Ew. the whole idea of, you know, when I started Wouldn't it really stain your clothes. Huh? Wouldn't it stain your clothes? No, <laughs> no. Ew. Because, but, but the whole idea is what, what feels like a lot of the things when I looked up uh, paleo laundry detergent, it kind of goes by, like for me, I'm not irritated by laundry detergent and I try to use one yeah, that's clean. That's it has true. no uh, perfumes in it. it. But, you know, I have a um, front loading washer, which has to take the HE stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know some of the th- uh Things that had make it make your own at home detergent. laundry detergent. I don't know if it's H E, and you know you have to have H E or it'll ruin That's the. True. You know, so it was kind of interesting. But I what I did learn from it all is really what it is is again, listening to your body, 
Is this what naturally would be? Do, do you itch after with your clothes? Does it make you? Do you sneeze a lot? Do you not feel well? Is the laundry detergent you're using, you know, like when you're laying in bed, are you sneezing? You know, things like that. Listening to your body and what your yeah. body's telling you. And if you're not, if you're having any trouble breathing, if you're sneezing, if you're stuffy, if you're tired, or things like that, then you have to look at the chemical world around you in your products. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting. Well, and also for people that have like skin things too. Yes, absolutely. Like I have a friend at um, CrossFit who has uh, eczema mm-hmm. really bad on her hands and like the chalk that we use at CrossFit, like she can't use it. Like right. her hands, like literally you, you can see it. Like they get so irritated. Um, and then I was just thinking, I, you, I don't know, even know if you have any more, but you used to have psoriasis. I did. Yeah. And did it go away? It went away. I used some products, um, but, it, yeah, I mean, I went through everything. Light therapy. I mean, I went through everything. Yeah. I ended up using some products by a company called Standard Process, and it went away, and it's never come back. Yeah. Um, so it's just what your body, yeah, something but, your body needed, I guess. Yeah, it, it is. But, yeah, I, I was one of the lucky ones. My psoriasis was isolated to the back of my scalp. It wasn't on... A lot of people with psoriasis have it on their skin, their arms, their elbows. Their, you know, they have it yeah. all over. Um and there, there are, you know, different reasons for that. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's really about listening. If you're not in perfect health and there's not a reason that you know of, you know what I mean? Like maybe you were born with something that, you know, mm-hmm. then it could you you have to look at the chemicals around you. Yeah. Um, my mother, for instance, has. Um, I'm a, surprised grandma doesn't have paleo everything. Well, she's very careful <laughs> because she. Yeah. And, and we don't know, it wasn't all of her life. It was just probably, it actually started about, um, I guess it was about 20 years ago when they started remodeling a home that she got a chemical. The homestead? Huh? Not the homestead. The homestead. <laughs> it was in Kirkland, Washington. Okay. Um, <laughs> that she started getting sensitivity to chemicals. It came out of nowhere. She didn't have it before. Huh. My mother and father she's have... she's been around that all life. Her, her whole life. life. My mother and father have, you know, redone many... I mean, that's their thing. And um, now she is so sensitive to chemicals, um, they they can't have any, you know, anything. She, she can smell stuff or feel stuff that I can't even... I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. I can't even tell. Yeah, and she, she like, with perfume and stuff. Oh, instantly. Yeah. 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 But I, I mean, it doesn't even have to be perfume. so mad at you in high school because we would be, like, going to grandma's and you'd be like, now, don't have any of that perfume on or your hair stuff or whatever it is that smells yeah. bad. And I would get so mad at you and be like, oh, well, because Mom, grandma, that's not I know. fair. Well, poor grandma, she would get an instant headache and, you know, I and know. all the symptoms. Sorry, so, grandma. But, but the key is paying attention, you know, and it's yeah. not necessarily paleo, like... When I was looking everything up, it was like, okay, wait a minute. This has nothing to do with paleo other than the, the word paleo kind of brings to people's minds that are paleo eaters that, that this is what's natural to right. your environment, exactly. basically. So it was yeah. very interesting, you know. Um, I do want to share one thing, which I, I kind of have done, actually, um, but not completely, uh, not some of these things, but one of them was like, six paleo way friendly skincare trip tips. And I want to share this because 
Um, I actually have found, this is what I do. I don't really use skincare products anymore, even mm-hmm. though there are products out there. And again, the whole paleo thing, when I looked at it is look at what's on the product, what's in the product. Yeah. If it's a bunch of chemicals that you have no idea what it is, then it's probably not natural to your skin. But um, Can I say one thing before oh, absolutely. we start talking about products? Absolutely. Because I have lots of products to talk about. But, so one thing, I found this brand um, in a few places, and I actually am kind of excited about it. I might get something and try, just try it and see how I like it. But it's called Primal Life Organics. I think um, I saw And that. so, yeah. Um, and so in there about it kind of explains like what they're doing and why. So I just wanted to read this paragraph because I thought it was interesting. And they're talking specifically about skincare. Um, So it says skincare loaded with chemicals and toxins are far more dangerous. A bunch of words that I can't say, phthalates, parabens, SLS, benzyl peroxide, petroleum, to name a few, are lipophilic or fat loving. When these endocrine disputers, DNA mutagens and carcinogens enter the body through the skin, they are absorbed directly into the bloodstream. They do not go to the liver. They go directly to your vital organs first, full strength. They love fatty tissue and tend to be absorbed by fat. Your brain is made up of a large percentage of fat, and these chemicals could target your brain. So I thought that was interesting. Well, that is because, you know, your skin is an organ. Right, exactly. Like I was, that's what I was thinking before we even talked about this because I know you've always been skeptical about the idea of the paleo skin products, and thought it was maybe a little silly. But it is when you think about it, it is absorbed. I mean, it's something you're putting in your body because your body is absorbing it, even if it's on an outer layer. It is still being absorbed, right? It is, and it's not that I've been skeptical. It's more just the whole fact that they call it paleo when actually it's just natural. Right. Because, I mean, because what I had read on this one but thing. But as we learned last week, you can't really, natural doesn't really mean much. Right. Well, <laughs> right. And, and organic. And, you know, I mean, you just kind of. Yeah. But, like, what I do for my skin really is just water water and oil is really all I use. Well, and you use, like, coconut oil to Co- take mascara off and stuff. I use coconut oil. And I also use jojoba oil. Now, it was I found it kind of interesting that they mm. didn't. Uh, refer to it in this one thing, but jojoba oil is supposedly supposed to be the closest thing to the skin, the oil in your skin. And I do use that and I do use coconut oil. And, but like what you're saying, your, your skin is an organ and your skin does take in, um, like there's a whole bunch of different products that you can actually take by rubbing it on your skin. And it Mm -hmm. does, like you say, it bypasses the intestinal tract and it goes right into your blood. You know, so it, it, it is important. And um, I've tried to use, you know, good shampoos and stuff over the years. And, um, yeah, you know, there, there are different, you know, I, I, I haven't done, I didn't actually get to shampoo because I thought, you know, what I... I did. Did you? Good, good. I'm glad yeah. you did. Because I know that there are, you know, like the sulfates and stuff they say are, you know, are bad and, and all that. And a lot mm-hmm. of the shampoos have them. Um and I just didn't didn't get that far. Um, you know, I'm hoping within the next couple of years I we're not driving truck anymore and I'm actually able to do a lot of the things that I'm not able to do. One thing yeah. dry, well, one thing good about you normally I shampoo every day. A lot of people don't shampoo every day and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily good for your hair, but I've always been an everyday shampoo because my hair just doesn't look good second mm-hmm. day. It's Me just too. not good. However, on the truck 
I don't have that opportunity. But actually, Do you a use lot of it, shampoo? I don't anymore. I did. I tried some, but it smells so bad that the smell got to me. So oh, then you don't have a good dry shampoo. Well, my dry shampoo I want to put in my I do put in my hair every day because it helps it be volumized. Oh, does it? Okay, well I'll have to look. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up because a lot I have of times two that are really good. I shampoo like on Friday before we leave, and then the, my next shampoo is on Monday, um, which is actually good for my hair, and it has actually been mm-hmm. good for my hair. And what I do is my hair is usually the way I have it cut now. I have it cut for truck driving. Um, it's pretty much just straight. Um, but I it get it gets through Sunday and then I put it in a ponytail <laughs> and then I can yeah. get till Monday and then I take a shower and shampoo and then it gets me till we get home on you know Wednesday or Thursday yeah. early Thursday morning I get home with shampoo so it's like the first thing I do <laughs> is shampoo yeah but shampoo. <clears throat> but I'm I'm better off than um, not you know than I was before when I was shampooing every day and and it is good to find I do need to find a shampoo that I mean I love what I'm using however I do want to find something that I know is healthier for me um but let me go through this face thing because I kind of do this but I actually learned some things from this too and my skin has been so much better since I've been doing this and it's the coconut oil basically Mm -hmm. but um one of the things, and this you can actually type this in and it'll come up on the internet, six paleo-friendly skin care tips. Yeah, I found that too. Okay. And so using a microfiber cloth. Now, I never thought of that before, and I have cotton rags, you know, or cotton, you know, ones that I use now. But the microfiber cloth is really good too, and they're easy to wash, and they don't, you know, they're easy to clean, and <clears throat> they actually grab mm-hmm. your skin a little bit better. So they say to just use, like, in the morning, just or at night even, before you go to bed, get that wet with warm water and wipe off your face good. And then you can use oil for cleaning. And jojoba oil, coconut oil. They also mentioned castor oil, which I had never thought of for cleaning. But you What's could, that? Well, it's another oil. It's castor oil. It must come from, I'm assuming, the castor bean. Um <laughs> Which, of course, is a whole other thing because I think that's how they make something that kills people. <laughs> um, <laughs> castor beans make ricin. I think it's What's called ricin. Well, it's something that can be, it's like a powder that can be used to kill people. So oh, that's, that's not good. See, I listen to Forensic <laughs> Files like 24 <laughs> 7. Yeah. And you know all the and tricks. So I know all this because actually it happened in Spokane a woman I think she used no way means to kill her husband or something yeah what yeah just Spokane yeah and I think it was on a forensic file yeah isn't that crazy so anyway I mean yes Sandpoint's famous because it was on forensic files and I did watch that one the very first one did you watch season first season the first episode episode of the first season Sandpoint Idaho we grew up that I grew up in (laughs) Sandpoint Idaho of forensic files, I, I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> it was crazy, it, and it was. Right? The, and it was they said it was crazy. like the only time that's ever happened. You know, where somebody was killed and then somebody like took on their identity. It's like, hello, how stupid are you? But okay, yeah, it was crazy, especially in Sandpoint. Like that's the stupidest thing I've ever. heard I know it's so small. Everyone knows everyone, and then like the whole post office thing. Like I know everyone knows everyone. That's so dumb. <laughs> I know it was crazy watching it. It was like. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so then they say using oil for cleansing, you and I do this and I love doing this, is massaging in coconut oil. Just take like about a nickel size blobble, rub it in your hands, massage just massage it into your face. Like if you're taking a bath or something, it's really nice just to massage it into your face. 
and then for like 30 seconds and then take your cloth, uh, your fiber cloth in warm water and then just lay it over your face for like 30 seconds and then just kind of wipe off the excess oil. And then the coconut oil is perfect for moisturizing. And actually people who even have oily skin, this does not make them oilier. This is a balancing thing. And then See, you can I use... can't. I, I've tried the coconut oils thing so many times and I do use it sometimes to take the mascara off. It depends on the weather because if my coconut oil is cold yeah. because it's cold yeah. outside, I don't have a microwave, so it's yeah. not like easy to warm it up. Well, you don't but, have to. Um, you just rub it in your hands, like a blah, like a dauble, and then rub it in your hands. Yeah, but okay. So my thing is, it's just I can't get over the tech. It's so oily. I know, and I it's, just gotta get it off my face immediately because I hate how it feels. And and that's funny because I love. It how feels it so feels. wrong. Yeah, I know, and and people think that the that oil. Will affect their, but it, it has nothing to do with the other oil. In fact, it can balance it, it out. It can so actually weird. make your body. Though, if your if your skin is already feel has that oil on it, then it quits producing the oil that then creates like the pimples and stuff. Yeah. Um. So you can do that. You can also do a. And in fact, I'm going to do this tonight because I'm going to take a bath tonight in my wonderful tub. Um. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm going to do this, and it's a baking soda, uh, baking soda, coconut oil. Just a little bit of coconut oil and water and make like a paste and then put it on your mm-hmm. face and it's actually exfoliating. And oh, then nice. when you're done with that, um, apple cider vinegar as a toner. Mm. And I love apple cider vinegar. I mean, as it a can toner? be smelly as a toner and it can be smelly. Um, I hadn't really thought of using it as a toner. I actually drink it in my water. And um, But I'm going to start trying it. It does have a smell, but it does go away after it kind of, uh, you know, disseminates. Um, yeah. But you put a little bit of water in it, but you they say to start with some apple cider vinegar in water, but then to work up to more and more and more apple cider vinegar. And it's very good at just toning the skin and just put it on your face at the, you know, at the yeah. end. And again, it's the smell. You have to get used to that and everything, but it's very good for your skin. Um, but I thought that was interesting because I actually have done the the coconut oil on my skin and I love to take a hot rag and just lay it over my face. I love Yeah, that, that sounds awesome. It feels great. And I do use oil. I use jojoba oil. I don't use any moisturizer. I just use jojoba oil um, or coconut oil um, on my skin. And I and my skin feels great. I don't have breakouts. Um, you know, so you That's know great. I think it's all about finding and it's kinda of, and it's fun to do yeah. You know, new, like, use things that um, you make. I, I, yeah. I just find Oh, I fun. think so. Yeah. So. I think that's very fun. Yeah. I'd like to make some of that stuff myself. I don't yeah. really have time right now, but someday. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, so what did you, what did you find out about okay. shampoo and stuff? Because I did not go that route yet, so. So, I found some shampoos, but... This one I found that seemed to be pretty popular is from this Primal Life Organics. Uh-huh. And it's called Dirty Poo. <laughs> Dirty Poo. Uh, so it I'm comes in like sure. a little tube and it looks almost, it's like a, not a tube, a, like a container. Uh-huh. Um, and it looks like it's like maybe a paste. Okay. But this is what is in it. Dirt, herbs, honey, and sea kelp. Real dirt, and I wonder why the dirt. Let me see if it says. I do not know. I know sea kelp. That makes sense. The honey, 
It says that you can use it as a shampoo or a dry shampoo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to try it. Yeah. And that's from Paleo Solutions, you think? Yeah. No, it's called Primal Life Organics. Oh, Primal Life They have Organics. a ton of stuff. They have, huh. like, a ton of different stuff. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. That is Primal Life Organics. It's called Dirty Poo. Dirty Poo. Um... <laughs> I'm going to have to try that just because of the name. Right? I know. It's just called Dirty Poo. <laughs> Dirty it's Poo. It's hilarious. Um, okay, so I looked at that. And the other thing which I see stuff posted about all the time is paleo deodorant. Oh, okay. So this is like a big thing, right? I think, for people that are pretty <laughs> paleo hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know if paleo deodorant would work for me what what is it well, well because there's two different things there's deodorant and antiperspirant deodorant is the sm- is deodorant. part that has the smell and the antiperspirant stops the sweating so oh, well this doesn't have a smell so one of them there's a few of them i'm on um the paleo mom okay on her website if you type in paleo deodorants it'll come up with a few but for instance one of them it's called dragonfly traditions deodorant and it includes organic coconut oil, shea butter, beeswax, arrowroot powder, aluminum-free baking soda, and essential oils. Oh, interesting. And it's in a little stick. I mean, it looks like deodorant. And yeah. then, oh, and then the Primal Life Organics has one too. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna try that. And it's the same that. thing. I do want to. I I should try that because I know, you know, I know the aluminum thing. It, it's really the aluminum that they kind of. Um, talk about with breast cancer and stuff and it's the deodorant you know your Mm. armpit is near your breast material or you know and so it's the aluminum um and i get that i haven't you know i just use regular deodorant um and um i should try and mainly because for me in my life although now that i'm what 50 something and (laughs) menopause let's just be real (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not sweating like I used to. I used to have a terrible problem with sweating and it was a real issue. I had to use an antiperspirant because otherwise I would just, I just, I'm a sweater. Yeah. Um, I sweat too. Yeah. And so, but now I don't as much. So especially on like armpit sweat, I don't, it's just, it doesn't happen as much. So I might be a better candidate for things that are not, you know, normal. So, um, I'll have to try that. So then the last thing that I looked up was I looked up paleo kitties. And, well, the main thing I found was basically that, sorry, Snowflake, you're great and all, and I really love you, but they basically want you to just prepare the meat for your cat every day. And that sounds great and all, but that seems like a lot of work. And, like, maybe Snowflake would be way happier, that's what the cat whisperer told us to do. That's what the cat whisperer said was like to me, because your cat attacks me. And it was like, he's like, no, I need to sit there on the floor with raw meat in my hand and feed it to the kitty to get the kitty to like me. And it's like, okay, I get all that. And I agree that animals are supposed to eat raw meat. I get that. But we live in a world where raw meat, there's a lot of stuff that humans can then take on from that that's not healthy. You know, because we can't eat raw meat. 
Um, and so, well, I suppose we could, I mean, people do, they eat steak tartare and I mean, so I'm not, I'm not going to say we can't, but in general, because of the way stuff is produced these days, I'm not going to eat raw meat. I mean, I like my meat rare, but I'm not going to eat raw meat. But, um, the kitty, you know, the kitties are, should really have raw meat and fish. So I found this guy and his name is James Coughlin and he wrote a book that's called The Paleo Pet. And it's a book of recipes for your paleo pet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and it says, it's coming up here. It says, learn how to safely feed your dog or cat a raw diet. Well, and maybe that's the key is the safely, because the safely doesn't necessarily have as much to do with them, I don't think, as to you, the human. Right. But that's interesting, and I. It's funny because you know the the pet the cat whisperer that we went to. I know the cat whisperer did tell us. He did. He said, uh, "You need to feed that cat raw meat." I actually went back and talked to the cat whisperer. You talked to that guy. Yeah, um, Alberto and I were walking by. It was so funny because we were just like walking around, and we came upon the cat whisperer, just like you and I did that day when we went to the cat whisperer. And I told him about my crazy cat, and that he's mean and he attacks people. And he told me that I should walk him on a leash in the hallway. <laughs> really? Because he's mad. Because he's mad that he's stuck in an apartment. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Snowflake's <laughs> mad that he's stuck. But that but that is he funny. Looks you should try it. Pretty comfy right now. I know. Well, he hates his leash is the problem. But you know what is so funny? So when I take the trash out, I leave the deadbolt open, like, on my door, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just so that the door's, like, cracked so that I can get back into my apartment. And the last few times that I've done that, he's never done this before. But, like, the first time, he, like, poked his head out, like, looked around and then the next time he did it, I, he poked his head out, and I, like, stood in the hall, and I waited to see what he was going to do. And he actually came out into the hallway. And I then think, I started walking closer, and then he ran back inside. I think you should, like, just set him free. <laughs> no! Yeah, I think you should kitty. set him free. I think you should leave your door open, and then don't forget no. to leave the door downstairs open to the street. <laughs> don't forget to leave that. And then let's just see if Kitty You're finds so his way home. Mean. No, he is home. Poor Kitty. It's is there okay, some kind of nationality late. that cooks Kitty Cat? <laughs> no, and he definitely wouldn't be Paleo. Paleo Kitty? No, paleo he's not kitty. a Paleo Kitty. Paleo Kitty dish? <laughs> Maybe we should do that next week. Paleo Kitty dish, Paleo, paleo Dog dish, dish, Paleo no. Fish dish, Paleo... Bird dish, all paleo pet dishes. No, so mean. <laughs> Whatever. You You're know, so, I so funny. Bad. Well, I want so bad to come visit you again, but I don't know what we're gonna do with the kitty because he's worn out his welcome at every Petco in New York City. <laughs> Can you imagine? Every Petco in Manhattan will not take That's him true. again. So where am I well, going to stay? Well, the vet will take him. Not for the whole week, Willie. Yeah, they will. Will she? Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, the vet will take him. They told me that last time I was there. I said, oh, well, Petco won't take him anymore. And they laughed and they said, well, he can come here anytime. <laughs> oh, they could do some animal testing on him. I'm sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Test some products. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, okay. Well, what I kind of learned from all the paleo um, and non-food products is is kind of the same as the food products. Is basically pay attention to your body. If it's something yes. that bothers your body or just doesn't seem natural, you know, then don't use it. See if you can make another choice. Yeah. Is that kind of what you think too? I think so. I think that's a good takeaway. And I do want to try the dirty poo shampoo. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of interested it's in that. It's kind of fun. With dirt in it. I, I, I'm a little intrigued. I know. I know. I'm very confused by it, but we'll see. Yeah. No, definitely I want to try that. So. Well, I'm glad that we talked about this and now that you understand what it means to be paleo products. <laughs> so you're not hating on them anymore so okay so next week we won't talk about paleo kitty dinner no poor kitty but we will talk about seafood seafood yeah that's a great one i am not always the biggest seafood fan there are a few things that i do love i don't know if i can eat a lobster but we're gonna talk about it yep okay sounds good and we will see you guys next week Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com, or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday, talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week, and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 